Dente Rigamortis. I'm Review Cultist. And I'm the Gamer in Yellow. And we're here to discuss those internet stories, most creepy and most pasta. Tonight we have a Warframe creepypasta. Or possibly just the Stalker? It doesn't really have a name. I, I suppose I, I, the name is a Warframe creepypasta. It could, it could pasta. also be Despair, Dread, and Hate. Possibly, but we'll get into but yeah, that. We'll get into that. So, as you may notice, uh, Dr. Leviathan is not with us today. Um, he just couldn't make it. So... I decided to drag Gamer in Yellow on to the show and do a video game creepypasta. Since These games are kind of my thing. They are. They are. They're my jam. Um, and since Gamer in Yellow here likes Warframe, I, do. I decided to hunt down a Warframe creepypasta. Now, you can't find this one on Reddit or creepypasta.wiki or .com. Um, you can find it at on the Warframe forums. Um, if you Actually, honestly, if you just probably Google Warframe creepypasta, you'll probably find it. Um, this one was typed up by Rockstar Kid. Um, this is his handle, I guess. And it was posted on June 1st of 2013. So it's a bit of an older one. Um, that was soon after the game was basically born. Yeah. Because <laughs> now we're up to update 19. Yeah, well, we'll get into... Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... Yeah, well, that's pretty much the, what, the information we have on this one. Um, I did actually, we did try looking for other cre- Warframe creepypastas. However, there seems to be a strange amount of Spanish or Mexican creepypastas for Warframe. Well, they're Spanish readings of them. <clears throat> it oh, yeah. seems. I don't know if they're originally in Spanish, but it seems whenever when we went on YouTube looking up for readings of it, there was just none. Yeah, they were all in Spanish. And yeah, and I was like, Spanish. all right, well, yeah. So. Um, and since this one is a relatively shorter one, uh, I decided to actually have uh, Gamer Yellow here just read the story um, with some little commentary. So uh, we're just going to have that happen uh, now. As most of you know, update number eight, which was many, many freaking years ago, we're up to 19 now, was, uh, sorry, that's just an aside, was recently released. There are a number of cool new items, like the kunai, which, uh, that have been added to the game. Some of the most popular themes are despair, dread, and hate. Weapons that are used by the infamous stalker. What about agony? There is no agony. Not even a, not even a, 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 update nineteen. <laughs> no, that might have been one of. The, actually, I think that might have been one of the uh, um, the specters that came in. No, the acolytes that he had. It's you. Okay. You, you would know. <laughs> you would not know. Uh, the stalker, as we know, is an a being of unknown origins that hunts Tenno to make them pay for their sins. Anyway, back to these new weapons. It seems a large chunk of the community are after these rare items. I, myself, have been working towards slaying the stalker enough times to acquire all of his blueprints. However, I've decided to discontinue my quest as I had an odd experience that has been haunting me for a few days now. I'll start by saying... Sorry, before you continue, add in, or like, and so we begin every creepypasta with, including, that involves a video game ever. Yeah. <laughs> like, that, that open, like, that, like, that line right there is just every creepypasta with a video game. <laughs> mm-hmm. Cliche intro, go. Ready? Start. Okay. I'll start by saying that I've been playing Warframe for a decent amount of time, around 140 hours, which nowadays is almost nothing. How many, how many hours have you think you've gotten, you've, uh, you've worked out of the game? Just... No. <laughs> just no? Okay. Well, I've been playing for three years. <laughs> Alright, so that's a lot. So it's a number. It's not a hundred. It's a number years. that I don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
nothing extraordinary. I've... I started playing when the open beta first came out, but I still consider myself a dedicated player to the mem- and member of the community. I can say with absolute certainty that out of all the hours upon hours of playtime, sure, buddy, sure, I never, ever had such an experience as one I'm about to share with you. Pause. So, uh, again, um, now, now, as an aside, like, to be fair, this guy, like, this is, this is at update 8, so the guy probably started not too long ago. So like well, 40 said, hours is still pretty. Impressive. He said he played during the beta as well. Did he? Okay. Like the the closed beta before around. the open beta. So he, it's okay. a decent amount of time. Back then it's a lot of time. Nowadays yeah. it's nothing. Yeah. Also another thing, another cliche about video game creepypastas. It's like now that I've told you all this exposition about my about my history of the game, now I'm going to actually tell you the horror. Yeah. The actual <laughs> the actual story starting now. All so right. <laughs> and <laughs> ready, set, go. It started when I began a, began a mission solo on M Prime, which means Mercury Prime. Um, For those who don't know, one of the easiest ways to summon the Stalker is to kill a boss, then travel to M-Prime. It's a short, easy raid mission, and to find the Stalker, you just repeat over and over until he shows up. Really? That's... It's because what what happens in Warframe is, when you kill a boss, that boss's organization will put a hit out on you, on the stalker, who is an assassin that has no allegiance, basically. So he's just like a gun for hire, or a sword for hire. Pretty much. So, because he has a hit on you, you don't know when he's going to show up. So, it's literally like a 1% chance he'll show up. So, you could just be in any mission, then all of a sudden he'll just show up. Huh. Alright. So, it's kind of like when you're marked, you're always sort of on edge, because you don't know when he's going to show up, because it could be at any time. And he's no bueno when he shows up. Apparently, muy no bueno. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into that after the after the. Of run. course, <laughs> okay. after our so after our reading of this episode. Well, my reading. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I had been playing the mission for about an hour and a half constantly with no luck. Disappointed, I decided to try one last time before I headed off to bed. It was late. I wanted to get some rest, so I started the level, skipped through the cutscenes, and began the mission. Everything seemed normal at first. I ran around, busted a few containers, killed a few grenier, and the same old routine. I think one of the reasons I don't get too bored with that is with that level is the fact that it takes place on a, the new grenier ship, which again nowadays is that the grenier it's galleon that I saw in the update when we looked it up. Yeah, <laughs> okay. it's it's back then it was new. Now it's obviously been out for now. It's a dinosaur. Yeah, it's just kind of the the old standard nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways. It's so vast, big open spaces and all that. Anyway, after sprinting through a few more corridors, I noticed a few things that were off. I'm sorry, sorry, gotta pause again. It's like, it's vast, it's so vast, big open spaces and all that. Anyway, I was sprinting through f- corridors. Well, there's corridors that connect the big open okay, spaces, Okay, fine, I guess that. It's just, uh... <laughs> there's big open spaces and, and corridors. <laughs> there's both. Yeah. You have everything. <laughs> All of the options. The fancy, brand new ship. <laughs> exactly. Um, damn, I keep losing my space. Uh, big uh, okay. Um, to begin with, there was no sound. Um, well, technically there was sound, but no ambient noises or music or anything that would you would normally hear when playing through the mission. I wasn't too terribly surprised. I mean, with the new update, there's bound to be a massive amount of bugs. But there was something else. I had run through about maybe five or six areas and had not encountered one enemy. Further along I went, the more unnerving it became. Just vast areas that were completely empty. I even got a little chill. 
<laughs> yes, exactly. Suddenly, Lotus appeared on the side of the screen and told me to ignore my original objective and that I was to exterminate all life on the ship, which actually happens in the game. Okay. It's a normal thing. You could just be doing... I think actually, the, one, the, 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 the few missions I have played of this game, because mm-hmm. I have played a few... He's a bit of a newbie. I am a little bit. Um, I do recall like going into a corrupted ship or yes. like dealing with that and like when she realizes that it's corrupted she's like all right objectives changed kill everything exactly yeah so sometimes I, there's just no saving them i i am familiar yeah exactly like, mm-hmm. i am familiar with that yes so. um anyways back to the story that's when i realized something else had been amiss lois hadn't said a word for the last few minutes as silly as her comments can be sometimes it was nice to know that she was still there helping me out the relief was short-lived, though. I looked up to see how many enemies I had to kill, and it read, one. Furthermore, there was no quest objective or waypoint telling me where to go. How the hell was I, I supposed to find one enemy in a massive ship with no clues where to find it? Slightly annoyed, I started off towards the new area. Not two seconds later, the lights flickered, and the stalker's icon showed up where the stalker's head had, or where the lotuses had been moments ago. Finally, I thought this was my chance, except... Instead of his usual odd noises with translation, it was silent. And the only words, or rather lack of words, next to his picture were dot dot dot. Ellipses. Ellipses. Well, whatever. As long as I got the blueprint, all of the bugs would have been worth it. I spun around in place, ready for a fight, but the stalker was nowhere to be seen. I looked at the extermination counter, and it still read one. Perhaps this was a new secret mission where I had to eliminate the stalker and complete the objective? I had no idea. So I kept running around. Eventually, Lotus reappeared. This was where things really started to get twisted. Lotus looked different. She looked maybe 30 years older than before. I could see wrinkles around her mouth, and her face muscles seemed to droop. She looked defeated, a feeling that I would have never associated with her. I was more than a little... It was more than a little shocking. At this point, I was just kind of hypnotized by all that was happening. I wasn't really focused on playing the game anymore. Lois appear- appeared to lose her ability to speak normally as well. Instead, much like other characters that contact the Tenno, a small text box appeared next to her icon. It read, I'm sorry. Oh, no, no, hang on. It's I'm ellipses, sorry, ellipses. Is that better? Yes. Okay, cool. If you've ever had a moment where you feel like throwing up, but are so scared that you can't get up or move or do anything, then you know how I felt when I read those words. I just froze. The lotus disappeared, and I sat there just staring at my idol, Vobin, who seemed much less intimidating than normal. I didn't have long to wait for the next surprise. I noticed a movement on the left side of my screen. Jolted out of my trance, I reached over to my mouse in an attempt to quickly turn the camera angle and see what had been in my peripheral vision. But to my surprise, or as close as anything could be considered as surprising at the point, the camera didn't respond in the slightest. It was frozen there, focused on my Vobin. At this point, I was somewhere between angry and scared. I tried aborting the mission, only to find I couldn't even bring up the menu. So I got up to shut down my PC by holding down the power button. As soon as I stood, the screen suddenly turned completely black. I froze, again, and I just stared at the screen. He came on the screen, the stalker, just him, standing completely still, facing me. Then he spoke in his foreign tongue. Underneath the translation it read, Despair, Dread, Hate. Yeah, so that's where we get the uh, the items. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, those are the names of his three weapons that he drops. In two seconds, I had my finger pressed down on the power button and my PC shut down. 
taking with it the horrifying sight that is still burnt into my eyes even as I wrote this. Too shocked to do anything else, I collapsed onto my bed and fell asleep. I woke up the next morning, and after stretching wiping my eyes, I remembered what happened. Wondering if I had seen... Wondering if what I had seen had just been some sort of nightmare, I opened up Warframe. All was normal. No signs of anything that had occurred the previous night. I played with a few clanmates and actually managed to still have a good time. Still, I worry. I'm hoping he'll leave me alone now. I've been... I've promised myself that I'd never try to hunt the stalker again, and I intend to keep that promise to the grave, however soon it may come. Dun, dun, dun. All right. All right, and we're back. Uh, so, um, yeah, that creepypasta. That was a thing. Yeah. Um, I... You tell me what you think about it. Okay. My first, com- my first like, like, thoughts on it are just like, okay, this is a pretty standard video game creepypasta. Guy goes, plays a game that he really likes, goes into flavorful somewhat flavorful detail about like the inner workings of the game and Mm -hmm. um i guess it could be considered a little bit uh uh, exclusionist in terms of like because like it he names things that but doesn't explain some of them but then he does explain some of them but well can i just assume that you've already played the game well the thing with any game in regards to creepypastas if you don't play the game you're not going to get most of it yeah you're not going to get the so you kind of have to play the game to actually truly understand it yeah and like i said in the during the reading i have played the game a little bit um i'm trying to work on him guys (laughs) i i've i'll get into it eventually like thoroughly but um yeah it start it it, from like the first couple of paragraphs are pretty standard video game creepypasta fare like guy playing the game he's telling all about it how much he likes it talking about this uh weird thing that happened that is burned into his his uh memory and will never and will haunt him to the end of his days however soon that'll be um because the thing is still out there waiting um it always also like i okay so that ending where like it's like dread despair um Hate. Yes. Or no, you're right. No, it's despair, dread, hate. Um, Doesn't matter. The order. And then he's just like he, the the creature is on the screen, um, staring at the player, not the character. Uh, I would have liked. I thought it would have been a little bit more. I know this is like probably supposed to be a little bit more realistically like creepy and like wow, this is a really weird thing that happened in the game. And oh, I'm sure you're glad it didn't happen. Like the problem is, um, Leviathan would probably speak up about this. Is that nothing really happens. That endangers the character. I agree. Um, much like a lot of great video game creepypastas, I feel like if you're going to do a video game creepypasta, up the ante. There needs to be like, some sort of threat the, to the person. Have the stalker come out of the uh, like no, suddenly not be in the game, but suddenly in the character's room. Yeah. Like in the shadows, like or be right behind him, and he turns around, and it's like not there. Or have him have like audio, visual, like hallucination, hallucinatory uh, visions of it. Yeah. Like, have him, like, hear the, the the traditional sound effects of the stalker behind him, and then he goes and turns around, and it's not there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty much... Have it stalk him in real life. Yeah, pretty much the problem is the fact that it's all within the Especially game. Especially since... Granted, that's what it's about. It's about something weird that happened in the game, but it doesn't... And that's a good Kickstarter, mm-hmm. but it needs to up the... If you're going to make a creepypasta, a video game creepypasta that's truly, like scary uh, and not just a weird like one-off thing like this one is um you need to up the ante you need to escalate it like mm-hmm. escalation would definitely help the script pasta like uh, in my opinion when this was re- when i was reading through it um when it got to the point where he shut everything off and went to bed yeah that almost should have been the halfway point yeah exactly and then, so then like, when you wake up everything's different the next day and there's things affecting him in the real life in real world right 
Yeah. Because it doesn't, it builds a bit, but there's really no payoff. It just kind of stops, unfortunately. Yeah, it's just like, oh, and I woke up and, er, and stretched my legs and checked on Warframe, and yeah, everything's all fine and dandy. I'm just never going to go touch the stalker again. Creepypastas should not have a happy ending. Also, the opening, yeah, and there's like, there should have been like a twist and say, but what if? And like, and there is, he tries it with like, oh, well, I'll, I'll never hunt the stalker again for the rest of my days. However long that is, sounds like. Uh, well, Which he's hinting that he may die recently. Yeah, soon yeah it's like, of well, it, but... then you need to you need to elaborate on that. So yeah. Like this is a creepypasta. Um, the beginning of it, like where he's like, oh, I've been hunting, I've I've hunt down the, the stalker a bunch of times, and like uh, like to get like to get the items and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like he's been farming the stalker. Um, and I like that could have been a good like jumping off point for like the stalker being this being a revenge story for the stalker. Like you've pissed off the stalker because you've been farming him so many times. Yeah. That he's now going after you specifically um, regardless if you have a mark or not he just exactly. wants you yeah exactly because you've, yeah. you've pissed him off you've you kept uh, you've you've been abusing the uh, um, the nature of the game or the stalker mm-hmm. um, that would have been a really cool aspect of this yeah sorry guys this episode's not going to be like I hate it I want it dead and blah blah that Leviathan does <laughs> um, or like super critical because we don't have our super critical um gentleman here um <laughs> if you want to use that term sure. sure um but yeah i i think that there were definitely some ways to fix this by just and like by make this better um and not just be like every other video game creepypasta like ben drowned starts like especially if you're going to do a mon- there's a monster there's a ghost or a creature in the in the machine kind of thing like ben drowned does the escalation like the, there's this demon thing of the spirit this evil spirit in a majora's mask game yeah, and it it starts affecting the guy out in the real world. Like I could have seen the stalker doing that to this kid. Yeah, for sure. Um, and stuff like that. Like it could just yeah, it would be a really cool idea for that to happen. Um, and unfortunately, we just kind of get this lackluster, like a lot of Pokemon creepypastas, where it's just a really fucked up or weird Pokemon game cartridge that the guy finds and plays it, and then but there's no consequences. There's no consequences. Yeah. yeah, like. I think that's even the same thing with Sonic EXE, isn't it? Like, Pretty much. Nothing really happens to the person. Yeah. So there's no feeling of like you don't dread have, yeah. or despair. Like you don't have and to go, you don't like hate having to play it. Yeah. Like you don't have to go overboard like it's Skyrim Secrets too, where like it's an apocalyptic reality like check, essentially. Like it's game over for the world because of the game. Mm-hmm. But it's you, you like you can do like a cool creepy like escalation in the real world with the video game character coming the ghost or this demon creature of the video game character coming into the real world and, and stalking its prey. Yep. Um yeah, so that's really kind of my thoughts on it. Uh, I'm not going to say it was good <laughs> by any means. Like it's it's not horrible. It gets its point across. It's just it doesn't go anywhere with it. That's my whole problem. Yeah. Exactly. Well, that's yeah, and that's the issue there too like and the writing isn't too bad but it's not great it's like there were some spell- spelling errors i saw and some grammar things yeah i guess a little um, stumbled up in there yeah um <laughs> i still i still think that him it might saying, have just been my amazing reading that made it yeah maybe seem i still better. think that the, the whole like description of the grenier ship it's like it's so vast and big open spaces and now i'm just gonna run through corridors <laughs> It's because I know, but it's just, big open I just, spaces. I, I, can I got a chuckle out of like him saying that one sentence and then saying this other one. Yeah, it's kind of contradictory. A little bit, yeah, yeah. If you don't understand it, mm-hmm. but again, like most video game creepy bosses, you have to kind of play the game to actually get the full experience. 
Yeah. Like when he said that his character is Vauban, you have no idea what that is. Yeah. And Most you know what, people don't. That, you know what, honestly, like, that's kind of why I wanted to go into this without actually playing a whole lot of the game. Like, we had off off can off recording. We we had discussions about this one because you wanted me to play the game a little bit more before playing the, before reading doing this episode and reading the story. And I was like, you know what, Leviathan has had a couple of times where it's been out of context for video games. Yeah, like that he just doesn't care about because he doesn't didn't have the nostalgia for it. I've played this game like three times maybe. Yeah. Um, like, I've made a character, and I've played the tutorial missions, and then I've played, like, maybe one or two other missions. That's about it. That's about it, yeah. yeah. Um, and not for, like, disinterest, it's just not time or whatever. But, um, so I kind of wanted to get the same kind of, like, I wanted to see what that was like to have the uh, out-of-game, like, out-of-context thing. Yeah, because we kind of got both experiences here. Like, I, I have all the experience in the game, so... I can see from that standpoint, mm-hmm. and you see it from the standpoint of other people. Yeah, and I can see, like... So from an outsider standpoint, what would you say? From an outsider standpoint, I mean, the guy does describe the levels and stuff like that. Like, um, you, did you have a visual in your I honestly have no idea what the stalker looks like, um, because that's all we ever get for the description of the creature, is just the, the stalker. stalker. yeah. And I don't even... I know vaguely what a Tenno looks like, or what a Warframe looks like, so I just picture a creepy version of that. But that's about it. Like, I don't even know what... Like despair, dread, and hate. I don't even know what those weapons look like. Yeah, like what they are. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, there's just it's that kind of disconnect. I can see where the disconnect is. Like, I don't think I could. Like, I think I'd have to re. I'd have to play the game a little bit more to get what he's talking about. Yeah, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's really the main problem with this is for an outsider. Yeah, it's hard to grasp and actually get a visual in your head of everything that's going on. For me, I know exactly what he's talking about. Yeah. And that said, this isn't on creepypasta.wiki. This isn't on .com. This is on, not on No Sleep. This is on the Warframe forum. So anyone checking out this creepypasta is somebody who's playing the game. Yeah, which is what so, it's intended for, technically. Yeah. So I can't... Ju- I'm not going to... You're not going to judge it for that. I'm not going to judge it against it, like, as much as I should, or as much as, like, Leviathan's probably screaming somewhere <laughs> about um, about me not, like, uh, recommending it or, like, not, not liking it because of the context and stuff like that. The game, or the story was written by a Warframe fan who likes creepypastas for Warframe fans who may like creepypastas. So yeah, that's really all I, I can really think of. Um, I would have liked to, uh, I think if the guy goes back to, if the guy, if Rockstar Kid ever goes back to this, which I doubt, um, I think that... Uh, Don't sell yourself just, short, he might. He hey. might be listening to this right now. Be going, you know what, they're right. I can make a four. far, far better one with these ideas. This is or amazing. He could be like, "Fuck you!" I was just writing a story. I was just writing a little story for Warframe fans. That Jesus. might be the more accurate response, but you never know. Yeah, um, but yeah, like I would like um, the stalker to be more described. Um, descriptions of the levels was fine enough um, for the most part. Maybe adding a little bit more flavor, but otherwise, um, maybe just explain a little bit more. Well. Again, it's it's that thing where like as a, as an out of context that like somebody who hasn't played the game fully like there are things that I don't just don't uh, understand I don't um, yeah. I can't visualize because I don't play the game but if I played the game I might I probably would recognize what uh, the M prime uh, solo mission is what the exact look of the Grenier ship looks like because I mean just like saying Grenier like for a Warframe fan I know exactly who that is and even I know what a Grenier ship looks like it's but bi- for someone who's like, never played it yeah it's like so it's like future Soviet tech with some biotech basically um yeah and it's always all rusty and yeah it's all like shitty kind of yeah it's like it's it's space tru- it's, it's space trucker yeah basically style. yeah um so I, I get where I know that from like 
playing the one game, because mm-hmm. I think that's actually in the intros. Um, but yeah, like, you just saying Grenier, nobody's get like, nobody outside of the Warframe community is going to know so, what it is. So, the long and short is, for an outsider... It might not be that immersive or scary for them. For someone who's actually played the game, it has more of an effect. Isn't really that. Like I I gotta say, this game, like the story, isn't really that scary because um, the beginning of or the end by like even like throughout the game, like he's like, "Oh man, I'm frozen. Oh man, I'm freaking out. My character can't move." And it's like I wouldn't be that. I I I might have some anxiety just as a like gamer anxiety because I can't move my character. But at that point, I'm still thinking that it's just in the game. It's not something supernatural or weird. Yeah. Um, well, he said that from like, the get-go. The he fin- was mentioning bugs and, so- and stuff like that. So, so he knows that it's... The it's, whole thing is kind of overshadowed a little bit by it might just being weird bugs that are happening. Yeah, it's, it's it, it doesn't really lend itself to be spoopy or spooky. Yeah. Um, in um, the context of like a creepypasta or like a normal creepypasta would be because um, the character, the, the player, this, this player knows that it's all in the game, nothing's going to hurt him in the real world. And that's what you kind of need to make this kind of a better, like a scarier uh, story is that you need to have the thing like the, you need to have things happening outside of the game in his room, in, in his personal space, not just him like, Oh man, weird shit's happening on my computer. I can't move. I can't turn it off. Hit the button. I was like, Whoa, weird creepy. I will say that the, um, when the creature like, popped up on screen and stared at him reminded me of actually a creepy moment I had in real life playing Assassin's Creed either Brotherhood or Revelations when you meet uh, when you meet Minerva for the first time it's this a little bit into that game yeah um, at the end of the game spoilers um, Ezio meets uh, Minerva one of the an AI or like a, a projection of one of the ancients um, okay. that you've been searching like you've been like searching for relics from and um, like she appears in like a hol- almost like a hologram or something like that, and like starts talking to Ezio, but then starts talking to you over his shoulder, yeah. and her gaze is super creepy. I was like, <laughs> when as I, when I was first started playing, I was like, oh whoa, ah. like what the fuck? Because she's talking. <laughs> well, that's the kind of. But she's not. Ta- yeah, and she's talking to you, but and by you I mean like you and uh, who you're actually playing as in that game, which is uh, Desmond, the uh, guy in the, in the modern period. Yeah, but the whole idea of that game is you're supposed to be. Him, yeah, exactly. You know? so so. Yeah, and so that's like that. I, I can understand that that last bit of it being like a creepy moment because, like, when when a character in a game suddenly starts talking to you, it gets a little bit more personal and creepy. Yeah, like, so, like, when the stalker, like, I, I can visualize the stalk, like, that moment being creepy, but otherwise, again, like, he turns it off, doop, done. Yeah, the power button should not be the like the safety button to get away from a creepypasta. Yeah. Something has to happen. Something actually has to happen to the character, the, yeah. the person in the real world, not in the digital world. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so that's I, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure that's it for what I have to say about it. Um, that's about do you it. anything else? Well, like I said, it's not a bad creepypasta for someone who's actually played the game for a number of years. But I have a lot of the same opinions you have. Is that um, it needs to be expanded on more, and something actually has to happen to the character, yeah. and things need to be explained for those who don't actually know the. And game. like I feel like every time you're on the show, we have like we, uh, it's a story that that ha- is happening. Like nothing happens to the character at all. Well, then it's just like <laughs> maybe game... you should find other stories. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, the problem is a majority of video game creep bosses. The the only the, the 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 creepiness that the person tries to invoke is always in the game and not to the actual player. Mm-hmm. So. Well, maybe I'll sit down and start typing. And maybe I'll be out here next time with my own. <laughs> All right, well. 
Sure. Since apparently no one could do it right in your eyes. Well, you know what? <laughs> well, well, yeah. You know, if, if you want to go for it, go for that. But um, yeah, for this one, um, I'm not going to recommend it as a as a, as a person that's never played creepypastas or never played Warframe. Yeah. I can't recommend this creepypasta because it's suffering from like you need to like the it's suffering from no context. I agree. Um. If you're a Warframe fan and you like creepypastas, you might get an enjoyment out of it. At the same time, though, again, nothing happens to the character to threaten him, like, fully. Like, the way I see so it, though, it might there's be... so few Warframe creepypastas out there. If there are any other ones, if you play Warframe, you might as well give it a read, just for something yeah. to do, you know? Or learn it's Spanish. Not... <laughs> or learn Spanish, and then send us translations of the other ones, please. No, please don't. We've done that. It's called Homicidal Lou. Oh. It was all Sp- it was, we had to tr- Google Translate it. It wasn't very fun. <laughs> um, anyway, okay. So yeah, what, so you would recommend it for Warframe fans? For Warframe fan, if you like, like creepy pauses, you might as well give it a read. I'm not going to say it's good. I'm not going to say you're going to get terribly scared, but it's fun to read through. You might as well. Okay, it's I'm, not horrible. I'm not actually going to recommend it. Um, maybe as a as, if you're a Warframe fan and like the creep and like creep as well. You might find an like a cool, creepy moment with the, when the stalker just looks at the guy. That's about it. Um, otherwise, that's it. And I may have a little bit of bias on yeah, this. That might be possible. I, I don't know if you've been on the show lo- uh, a couple of times, but like we, that's pretty much like it's all opinions here. <laughs> well, yeah, that's the whole point yeah. of this. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, yeah, that's that's our two shticks uh, on it. So if you like what you heard, if you didn't. Leave us a comment in the comment section below where this gets posted. Rockstar Kid, if you're listening, um, we, we've just laid out some ideas for how to make the story better and creepier. So if you want to go back to it, go for it. Um, also, um, I'm a Twitter on Twitter at Doctor. Le- or uh, I'm on Twitter <laughs> at Review Cultist. Um, you can uh, leave us comments in the comment section below where this gets posted, whether it be on Kiwi Six, Facebook, YouTube, um, Tumblr. Uh, we're on iTunes, so leave us a review on there. That'd be awesome of you. And uh, if you want, you can uh, leave us an email at aldenterigamortis at gmail.com. That's A-L-D-E-N-T-E-R-I-G-A-M-O-R-T-I-S at gmail.com. Where you can also leave us suggestions for other creepypastas you'd like to discuss on the show. Particularly, if you out there know of a video game creepypasta that isn't just guy plays game, that has something game has something weird in it, Guy turns off game, problem solved. Yeah. Like, if something needs to happen outside of the screen. And I would recommend looking through our list to make sure that we haven't done it already. (laughs) But yeah, um, I'd like to see some other video game creepypastas, because I like video game creepypastas. Like, I love the twist. I love, like, taking video games and making them scary, like, putting them into a horror setting. I guess that's why I like Stay, Stay Alive, which is a cool horror movie. Yeah. Um, and stuff like that. So, like, yeah, um, I'd like to see some new, some some more interesting or more creepy, like truly creepy video game creep pastas. We need creepy pastas, not unsettling pastas. Yeah, <laughs> or not weird pastas. Yes, because I mean those are interesting, but like just for the idea, not the actual story. Anyways, um, that's that. Also, if you'd like, you can donate. Go to crazonstudios.tumblr.com where we have a title card for each episode, and on the side there's a little donate button. So until next time, I have been your host, Review Cultist. And I have been and always will be the gamer in yellow. And this has been Aldente Rigamortis. Sleep well.
So I grabbed onto uh, Gamer in Yellow to... Uh, a Gamer in Yellow. There's multiple of me. Oh, yes. They're numerous. I can clone myself. Can you? How do you know I can't? 